Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 414th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my excellent co-host. We have the fluffiest of Whimsicots. Well, thank you for calling me excellent. Oh. Uh, and then we've also got the the man who the man with the information, the man who is, is never wrong, uh, R Sigma. Howdy. <laughs> somebody somebody posted something on Discord. It was Lydian. It was Lydian. I was on Discord, and he posted something about raid battles and how people can only catch one. And then Sigma's just like, "Well, no, you can't." And then <laughs> I, I remembered it. It was in that. It was in the presentation everyone blacked out. <laughs> the the really sad presentation that people only remember the last five minutes from? Yeah, it was like two minutes before that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered it. It's like, I think that's where I heard it. Yeah. I think it was. <laughs> but welcome to the show if you're new. Welcome back if you're old. Welcome to our last episode in Generation 7. Oh, now I'm sad. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. It's dead after this week. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the best generation ever, but it's still a sad time. It wasn't the worst. It wasn't the worst. I, I, I would I think argue the first that. year was... I liked the first year of it. The first year was fun. The first year was fun. I think then year two, which was the same as year one, Electric Boogaloo, wasn't that great. Exactly. Like, that was the problem. Like, Gen 7 was great, and then, like, it, it went nowhere. It was just like, oh, Sun and Moon, again, and nothing else. What? Yep. I mean, Blasophilon was cool, but that was, like, as far as it went. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, but on that note, welcome to the show if you're new. Welcome back if you're old. We talk everything here, Pokemon, from the video game to the trading card game to, I don't know, anything in between. Uh, the Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. We talk about that sometimes. We talk about that every time. Yeah, we love do. it so much. Uh, Pokemon Stadium's amazing, and it deserves a proper, a proper redo. And I'm hoping that that is what Pokemon Home is. <laughs> I'm hoping it's Pokemon Bank plus Pokemon Stadium. Man, That's what I'm hoping. Fingers but, crossed. Man, am I going to be disappointed? Yeah. <laughs> but welcome to the show. It's it's going to be a good time. We've got we're going to talk uh, we're going to talk some trailer stuff today. But before that, uh, I want to change things up because I mean, next week Sword and Shield comes out, or not even next week. By the time that you guys are listening to this, uh, it's going to be like three four days away. <gasps> yeah, uh, three four days away, depending on what eShop you purchase it from. And so <laughs> uh, I, I've decided to go ahead and. Uh, I just wanted to ask you guys what version you're getting. I know that you discussed it when I was gone in Japan, but I want to know anyway. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so I have a funny story about that. Uh, last time, 
Sublime asked Sigma and I this question. It was Shield because of Galarian Ponytail. And then you know we've been avoiding like even the officially released information, let alone the leaks. But I got an inside man, and that's Linian. Thank you, Linian. And so he knows <laughs> that I was still like ever so slightly on the fence about which version to get. And so he goes like, so without telling you too much, I think maybe I should recommend you actually get Sword instead. And I was like, why? Like, Shield has Galarian Ponyta. It has my rainbow baby. <laughs> and he was like, so there's two things in Sword that I think are going to be worth like 0.75 of Galarian Ponyta to you. And he was actually wrong. Like, he came to me like four days later. Like, he threw me into a vat of confusion because it was like, oh, wait, wait, actually... Only one of those things is in sword and the other is in shield. <laughs> and so I was like, oh my gosh, man, like, I thought you were helping me out here, but. <laughs> <laughs> and so what I, what I did was, okay, so I'm, I'm really on the fence because in the end he was like, you know, just, you can get everything from trading except probably the legendary though. Like that's going to be the hard one to get from trading. So just pick the legendary you like the best. And I'm like, stupid dog with a thing in his mouth and ugly dog. Mmm. <laughs> and so... <laughs> ugly dog and stupid and swordfish dog. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So what ended up happening was like, so from what they look like and a non-reaction you had a few days ago in the chat with me to avoid spoiling me, I think I know the typings. And I guess the typings. And he said, well, you're right. But do you have them the right way around? And I was like, well, this is that typing, and this is that typing, right? And he was like, no, switch them around. <laughs> and I was blown away. And that, without spoiling things with details, is why I'm getting sword. <laughs> My, what about you, Sigma? Which one are you picking up this week? I am still picking up sword, because I don't care about too many of the version exclusives, but... Being able to easily ha access Hydragon is worth it to me. So also, also, I wanted Sword as well, but unfortunately, uh, because of the way things worked out. So the so this is just like this is crazy, stupid logistics. It's like it's like Puckle logistics combined with uh with uh with just like timing and my mm. wife. And so my <laughs> wife really wants my wife really wants to play Shield, right? And I I want to get a hard copy of the game for multiple different reasons. <clears throat> yes. For multiple different reasons that pertain to Patreon for the most part. I, I want a hard copy of the hard copy of Sword and Shield. And I, I wanted to go ahead and get that. And so we bought, you know, one one pack of Sword and Shield hard copies. I should have bought I should I should have bought the dual pack. I so I, I might I might go I might retcon it and go do that and go pick up the dual pack. The only reason I didn't at the time was because like I wasn't sure if I was gonna go digital or not. Mm. Um, at the time, because we did this like back in like whenever pre-orders opened up on Amazon, mm -hmm. and so whenever that happened, that's when we went ahead and did it. Um, so I might go and retcon it and just like go get one dual pack. Uh, that way we can get the Dynamax crystals. But uh, my wife wants to play Shield because of Galarian Bonita. Yeah. <laughs> so she's gonna play Shield, <laughs> which means that the other copy of the game that we pre-ordered in a physical version is gonna be mine. Which means that Sword. 
And because I wanted, I bought the game on the Japanese eShop so that I could play it earlier so that I can get in on it and maybe do some streaming on Thursday. That means I couldn't buy what this was the point of buying Sword digitally. Yeah. <laughs> if I already have a hard copy of Sword. So now I'm playing Shield. <laughs> 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 and I will miss my, I will, I will miss uh, Sir Fetched and, uh, and Galarian Farfetched very well. Well, uh, I'm gonna need some Galarian ponytails so we can. trade. That's true. We can trade. Well, this is this is where the hookup is. I need yep. my I need my Galarian far fetched. It still exists. I promise everybody. Not this is this is without leaks. I am gonna be 100 percent behind Galarian far fetched existence. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I can't quite tell what that means for like what the factual leak was. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. Good that's job. the point. Uh, that's the point. Uh, I've seen the leaks. I know the answer, but you don't know the answer, and I'm still 100% behind this <laughs> prediction. <laughs> because because the number of times I'm going to go on a Facebook group about Pokemon Go when Galarian evolutions drop in Pokemon Go, inevitably, <laughs> and hear, why can't I evolve my Farfetch'd? The number of times I'm going to hear that is going to be so many times more than I need to. You know the solution is just to stop going to Facebook groups for Pokemon Go, right? Honestly, you're not wrong. <laughs> but every once in a while, they just post something like that's blatantly wrong, and I have to go in there and fix it. Okay, it's just it's part of who I am. Honey, honey, if you like, you have to stop this. Like, yeah, you I know, know it's, so it's much bad. stuff, and you're so smart. There's like you're surrounded by so much people <laughs> who are just wrong. Like, you can't spend your entire <laughs> life doing that. They're just so wrong sometimes. It just it, it befuddles me. I can't. I'm just like I'm like just Google it. I know. I know it hurts and it's frustrating, but you have to let it go. I'm waiting for somebody to complain about Cobalion being made by Niantic. <laughs> and like I'm just waiting for it. I mean, wait till they see Keldeo. Yeah, wait till they see Keldeo, My Little Pony. <laughs> but on that note, uh, this is a good place to wrap it up. We will we will kick it on over to the news. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in. And welcome to the news. In the news, there isn't actually that much. Uh, Game Freak dropped a, or not Game Freak, but Pokemon dropped a new trailer in Japan. It's a uh, pretty hype. I guess you can go watch it, and uh, you can watch it and see some Pokevans uh, make their way through the generations and then become 3D. It's very similar to the US trailer that already happened, uh, and I guess it revealed a couple new Pokemon, though I'm not exactly sure which ones. Um, we did get some really new information though about some about how to activate the dynamax crystals in sword and shield if you buy the dual pack um these dynamax crystals named star and 15 star and 428 which aren't the pokedex numbers for the pokemon they unlock by the way uh <laughs> need you to find the giant pokemon den in the wild area when you find it open the bag and use the dynamax crystal it'll activate the max raid battle it also confirmed that some elements about the mystery gift with mystery gift, if you get tiny items, they will be added straight into your bag. No more going to a Pokemart and like picking them up. Clothing items will be available straight away at any boutique to wear. And any BP is added when you check your league card and Pokemon are also sent to your box. Wait. Uh, which means n no more soft resetting. Oh, man. For natures. It matters very little. It matters very little. We'll talk more about it like in the topic because there's a lot to unpack in that. 
in the topic mm-hmm. um, because there was a trailer that talked about a lot of competitive changes, which are really nice quality of life changes. So I, I'm very excited to talk about that a little bit more. If you are still playing Pokemon Go, which a lot of people are, I including myself, <laughs> yeah, there is a new event called Team Go Rocket Leaders Disruption, um, which has new raid bosses. And you also get some new Pokemon from Team Rocket people. And Leader Disruption, this is going on from the 7th to the 14th, so up until Pokemon Go's release. You, uh, it doesn't really have any effects. It's pretty much just new Pokemon and, and some new Shinies. Yeah, there's a new special research, too. Oh, there's a new special research. There we go. Uh, I missed that. Um, and so <laughs> Ekans, Meowth, and Coughing are all increased spawns, uh, which is really cool. Meowth is, can now be available as a Shiny. And you can get some new shadow Pokemon such as Sandshrew, Meowth, Bellsprout, Magnemite, Wobbuffet, Chimchar, and Magnazone. Uh, well, I guess Magnemite was there and I was reading it numerically. And that's my fault. <laughs> so yeah, so it's it's very cool. I, I'm very cool. And then Meowth is also in raids. Good for Meowth. I'm into it. Meowth deserves everything. I think Pokemon Go has been doing a really, really good job with a lot of its stuff lately. They had like a, a little rocky start where it kind of got boring just catching the same Pokemon over and over. But I think with like research and like these little events they've been throwing at us at one after the other, I think they've been doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I appreciate Legends being back in the special research. I do as well. I That's have. true. We didn't talk about that much last week, did we? No, we did. Uh, but I for think those, you mentioned it. But yeah. for those of you who are unaware and don't know and you want to know that it's not Flower Crown Eevee, it's not Flower Crown Eevee. It's either one of the three legendary birds, Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, or Kyogre or Groudon. So you can uh, you can get one of those, which is actually really nice. Kyogre and Groudon are specifically nice because we had, like, when Special Research first dropped, we had, like, a month of Moltres, a month of Zapdos, a month of Articuno. I like that they've been adding, like, multiple legends in, though. I'm a fan of that to mm-hmm. an extent. I still miss the Reggies when they were around. Like, I did it every yes. week, but they still yeah. had Ho-Oh and Lugia. Mm-hmm. So I think i got like reggie rock and then just ho's and lugias during the one month they yeah i kind of so hope that, that i kind of hope that they come full circle and we just get like a month of just the reggies i hope so too because i'm still missing reg eyes yeah i'm i'm i think i don't think i have it no i have registeel and that's the only one i have so yeah like i know the community doesn't like the reggies because competitively i don't think they're very good yeah but, but- like as a collector's purpose it's like i wish they were around i don't know that the entire pokemon community is competitive in my no, in my aren't. opinion because like for pokemon go for me it's literally just going out and catching the pokemon and collecting oh yeah all, all i care about in go is the being able to do a raid for a five star if necessary mm-hmm. it's like oh okay well then as long as i can do that i'm happy i don't need to do pvp or anything like that so yeah yeah i don't even do that i just wait for them to become available through special research Yes. I usually just bother with it on community days. That's the only time I... Yeah, I think that's the only time I do it. The biggest thing is, like, especially with some of these latest raids, like, it takes... uh, If you're not, like, one of the hardcore Pokemon goers that is just like, I have 17 powered up my champs, and Mm. I'm gonna go go fight, I think the biggest thing is, like, it still takes, like, six of you to do something reliably. Like, four to six people. And so that Mm. means you have to have four or six people to come play with. And on like, like I keep saying, and I've said several times in the past, my friend circle's full. Okay. I don't need to go make new Pokemon Go friends. I'm also in a much different place than a lot of people, granted. Uh, (laughs) Because we've got like a a podcast of like 10 people and then I've got like friends in real life and stuff like that. Granted, if a lot of the Puckle people were in the same city, I guess we'd probably do it more often. Yes. And so all I'm saying for everybody who's on the Puckle staff or in Puckle, move to Dayton, Ohio. We can go raid. <laughs> There's something that needs to happen because before I can even consider the idea. And well, <laughs> I think you know what that is. 
Nope. So, <laughs> nope. 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 No, you there. don't. Not, no, is it? <laughs> do you need a job? Nope. Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna tell you. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. I know that idea. I know now. Okay, we're good. Uh, and if you're watching the Pokemon Holiday merchandise, this is the last thing I want to talk about. They they've been releasing a uh, they've been releasing a lot of Christmas merchandise on PokemonCenter.com. The one big thing they're trying to do, like throughout Christmas, is they're trying to release sections of this Pokemon train, and they're like forty bucks a piece, and they released the first version of it today, hmm. or not today, recently, um, a few days ago, and so it is the the train engine and then there's like three cars that you can purchase afterwards that are all going to be released on different days and so the problem is it's 40 bucks <laughs> mm. and if so that means it's gonna be like 160 bucks to complete the train Oof. so uh, that's which is unfortunate but they are really cute to be fair i mean they look like nice evergreen decorations so yes yes they are very nice i i mean most of the pokemon christmas stuff like is very good and i can use it over and over again so I'm okay with that. Also, if it was any lower, it would be like those special monthly Funko figures that sell out like in an hour. Yes, so. that's true. I mean, they're doing really good. I mean, they 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 do really well on a lot of things. I I really do like what Pokemon does in their merchandise. They're very good about most of it. You get a tree skirt. <laughs> I actually want to get the Eevee fleece throw because it's kind of cute, and I want to throw it on a on like a couch and be like Merry Christmas with Eevee. Okay, moving on though. That is it for all of that news. I do want to reiterate because I will put it in the show notes this week and I won't forget that we do have a P.O. box here at Puckle. If you want to send us anything, just news. I've been trying to say I've been meaning to say that like last week was the first week I said it after buying the P.O. box like three weeks earlier or three months earlier. So you can send it to us, uh, send us letters or packages or anything that you want any of us to get at Puckle LLC P.O. Box 24322 Dayton, Ohio 45424. Yeah, do that if you want to. And if we get enough stuff, maybe I'll do like an opening or something. And then everybody will like most of the letters will be addressed to Whimsicott and it'll be a little awkward. Huh? I was just about I was just about to say, since I don't have your current address, I'll I, that's like good. Ship my, I'll have to <laughs> ship myself to the P.O. box and just wait for you to come and open Meet it. Meet me at the P.O. box. Exactly. <laughs> Meet me at the P.O. box. I'll come and get you. <laughs> All right, so that is that is it for the uh, for uh, what is this the news? We are gonna kick it on over though to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're gonna quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. That means they can't use the internet, they can only use each other to answer these five Pokemon-themed trivia questions for a possible total of seven points, because most of these questions are worth one point, except when they're not. And then you've also got, uh, you, if they use all of these without using their lifeline, which is a hint on one of the questions, which is Thatch being very graciously trying to not tell them the answer, but help them get the answer. Um... <laughs> They they can cash that in for an extra point uh, for a maximum possible total of seven. They are competing against their fellow co-hosts in a race to 30 points. Whoever gets there first gets $20 credit to T Public. though I'm tempted to go back to Pokemon Center uh, because it has <laughs> far better merchandise. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say no. <laughs> like, 
I, I can't get stuff from T Public myself, but That's true. I can't do the same for Pokemon Center. So So this segment is always is brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, the one-stop shop for all of your cool anime needs. And we love those people. So go give them some love uh, and get your uh, your natural one Nina Long Rust t-shirts. I love those guys. They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. I would blow a kiss into the microphone, but it would just pop and sound really crap <laughs> in the podcast. So All right. Moving on then to all of the other things that we need uh we're gonna just jump right into it so our first question uh this this week has a theme it the theme is all of the questions that has been avoiding for two and a half years oh, oh no. no yeah <laughs> it's uh, all about one particular topic in the pokemon franchise that i never thought were fair questions but for some reason all of the trivia questions the trivia channel in the past two weeks have focused around these these questions so I apologize in advance. <laughs> I blame Orange. I blame. I'm terrified. Orange. All right. So this first question is you know, the answer is going to be a number. You get a plus or minus two on it because I think you need extra help because I I am not a fan of these questions. How many A groups are there total? Oh, oh no! Ooh. Welcome to these questions. Okay, let's try listing them off. There's three water types. Um, Three water, field, monster, amorphous, human-like. Fairy. Mm. There's fairy. Fairy is one. Fairy. Right? That's right. And that's eight Mineral? already. Mineral. Yes. So we have nine. I think we're definitely missing something, but I don't think we're missing a lot. Do you want to say 11? I was going to say add two and call it a day. Exactly. So let's go 11. 11 is not within the margin of Ooh. error. The answer is 15. What? Yeah, right? That's a lot. (laughs) These are questions I do not expect anybody to know. Uh, (laughs) But literally every single question I got this week was about A groups, minus the Pokedex entry and the uh, the base stat. Okay, so we'll get, we can get two. You'll get, you'll (laughs) get two points today. Uh, So yeah, there are 15. uh, Monster, human-like, water, water three. Water two, uh, that's five. Uh, bug, mineral, flying, amorphous, field, that's ten. Fairy, ditto is his own A group. Oh! Uh, grass, dragon, and undiscovered make up 15. Oh, I didn't think about undiscovered. We should have gotten at least that one. Yep. Yeah. I, I still don't count ditto, but that's fine. We still should have gotten, that's what the official ones are. That is a, this is straight from Bulbapedia. Yeah. Straight from Bulbapedia. But yeah, three waters, because that's what we need. We knew that one, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to feel good about our answer, because if you don't count the ones that shouldn't count, like Ditto and Discovered, we were within. So you, I don't feel true. as dumb. Don't feel bad. Uh, all right. So moving on, our next question is also about eggs. What is the only Pokemon in the flying egg group that isn't a flying type? I will preface this so that you have a chance of getting it. That is a Pokemon that in its evolutionary line was previously flying type, but then dropped it. Okay. Oh, so, okay. That helps a little bit. Yeah. So Altaria does the op. No, Altaria keeps flying. Hmm. And um, hmm, what's flying and then isn't? Pokemon used a, uh, they had a little promotion going on with this Pokemon for a little while, not too long ago, where it was in an inner tube. At the beach. Hopefully somebody oh remembers goodness. that. 
I think mm. I think we're just better off focusing on things that lose flying time upon evolving because <laughs> yeah, that that's doesn't help. Not um, a lot of stuff. I'm sorry, that one didn't help. Um, it was hmm. cute when they did it. So what drops flying? Huh. I'm guessing. Okay, so I'm thinking bugs because sometimes they get like poison and stuff, but yeah. I I can't come up with a single one that doesn't gain. Well, the thing flying. is, I think bugs don't go into the flying group regardless like oh, flying is for birds bug yeah okay. they, they, like butterfree i don't think breeds with pidgeots yes you're right you're right so i don't think that's the right path to go down well but it's probably i wouldn't be surprised if it's something in like gen 5 oh boy gen 5 has so much stuff bow tie oh 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 okay. it's the the sea do a, i decidui is correct Uh, it is the only pokemon in the flying egg group that is not a flying type because rowlet and dartrix are both flying types Mm -hmm. yeah i keep forgetting that yep it's a that was a solid starter by the way rowlet was a solid starter yes Mm -hmm. i miss i miss the days of being able to tell if the starters were solid or not All right. This next question is your Pokedex question. Um, this does not have anything to do with egg groups, by the way. <laughs> this Pokemon introduced in Generation 2 has a Pokemon X Pokedex entry that reads, Its body is as hard as bedrock. By venting pressurized gas, it can launch itself like a rocket. Who's that Pokemon? Ha. Huh. Wow. Like, I-, I thought it was something like from the first part, like, I don't know, Corsola, I'm a cargo. I, I was thinking Mag Cargo too, but like, huh? Yeah. So it said Bedrock. There aren't many options in Gen Two, so exactly. Uh, like stuff that launches itself like a rocket. It's probably like Pupitar. I don't know. Pupitar or Pupitar. Pupitar? Maybe. Huh? Like, it goes with Bedrock, and I like it has to move somehow, right? Yeah, I was thinking Shockle, but it's so slow. Like, I don't see Shuckle propelling itself, right? No, I, well, I don't see any of them propelling themselves. I feel like we'd have that meme. <laughs> that you're just confusing us. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> okay, so can you actually repeat the Pokedex quest- no, entry, please? Its body is as hard as bedrock. By venting pressurized gas, it can launch itself like a rocket. So, pressurized gas? Mm. Like, Pupitar being hard as bedrock makes sense. Yes, but where would it get the gas from? Like, I, I feel like Shuckle gets it, like, from, you fermenting know... Fermenting the... Fermenting the berries. Mm. So, can you think of any other rock types in Gen 2? Let's see. Because Magcargo would... Pseudowoodo is not it. Mm-mm. And Magcargo doesn't have gas inside it. It's just, like, you know, Malta. lava that's solif- solidified on top. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need an answer. Yeah, and then there's Corsal, and that's not it either. Yeah, you, you pick Sigma. I trust you. Uh... I don't know. Uh, sure, we'll go with Shuckle. Shuckle is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is, and you're going to kick yourself, Pupitar. Ah, oh. uh, <laughs> Sigma was too nice to me. Dang it. It is Pupitar. Uh, that's like most of Pupitar's Pokedex entries, by the way. Like, I was looking through them, and a lot of them just talk about how it launches itself like a jet because it's it's shooting gas out of its body. I mean, most of the time I don't read, like, you don't usually get Pokedex entries when you evolve the Pokemon. Yeah. And you don't catch Pupitars. So I don't know what Pupitar is. 
Pokedex. Pupitar is a weird Pokemon too. It's such a weird one. Yeah, you just don't catch Pupitars, so you never know what their Pokedex entry actually yeah. is. All right, but that was a... You can catch them in black and white and black and white too on Route 15, by the way, if you really wanted to try. Okay, Dazzluck Man. That sounds like a swarm. And in Y, you can catch them in on Route 18. Hmm. Yeah, weird. I think they're also in the Friend Safari, but... They are in the Friend Safari as well, yes. Oh, okay. And most mid-stages are in the Friend Safari, which was kind of cute. Hmm. Moving on that, though... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, ask you this next question. You guys can get a redemption point on this one. I already know that Whimsicott's not going to be able to answer it, so this was probably going to lay solely on Sigma. Oh. Oh. So there's three answers. Uh, well, there's technically four. If you get three of them, though, I'll give you three points. And I'll give you one for each up to th- one point for each up to three. So what are the only four Pokemon to be hatched by anime protagonists? Oh, I guess it's only three that were hatched by anime protagonists. My bad. Uh, only three Pokemon to be hatched by anime protagonists, and that Ash and his companions fully evolved. Uh, I feel... Well, there was an Eevee egg at some point, and I think that Eevee might have gotten evolved. Yeah, I think so. That is correct. I'll take that. That's one point. Okay. There was an Eevee. Togepi never got evolved, so that's not it. I, I think... Ash did get a Donphan during Battle Frontier. Donphan is correct. That is two. Okay. Um, there is a third one. I'm thinking Brock. Did Brock did he get a Bonsly? Bonsly? But did it hatch from an egg? Yes, but I don't know if he evolved it. I think he evolved it, but I think the thing he got from an egg was a Happini. Oh, is what happened. yeah. And I don't think that evolved. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if May evolved her Squirtle by the time that she was in the Wallace Cup in Diamond and Pearl. I had long stopped watching by then. Right. Because <laughs> I think it was Squirtle that hatched from an egg. Bulbasaur did not. Technically, even though Thatch pretty much handed us the CGI on a platter, we did not technically ask for the hint. So That's true. So for the hint. Um, uh, that is true. Because what other eggs hatched? Because Snowy never evolved. Snowy is still a Vulpix as far as I'm aware. Mm. I don't remember a... An egg in, well, there were probably was an egg in uh, Kalos, but I don't know. So, yeah, we could probably ask for the hint. It was an egg in Kalos. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> one of one of the Pokemon of the protagonist, um, particularly Ash. All right. So he only had six Pokemon. Fletchling was probably caught. Froki was caught. Gumi? Uh, Gumi could be it, yeah. Because it's not Halucha. Halucha doesn't evolve. And his last Pokemon, I don't remember. So, oh, it's Noivern is the other pokemon and i don't know if you hatched that i feel like hmm okay so wait um did togetic evolve into a i don't think it did it never got the togekiss it went into the little hidden valley with the shedinja people it's fine (laughs) that was a weird arc (laughs) (laughs) it was it's like let's bring misty back for two episodes so yeah i guess it's down to noivern or gumi so what i'm thinking is that like, I remember that Gumi is caught in a very particular place. I feel like, games. yeah, I feel like it was Noivern because I remember Halucha being, like, the mentor to Noivern or Noibat yeah. before it evolved, so. Yeah, so Gumi is quirky enough to not need to have been a baby to make a good story for the anime, whereas Noibat maybe came from okay, an egg. Yeah. Mm? yeah, sure. I I don't know. I only watched XYZ. I have no clue. <laughs> Noivern is your final answer? Yeah. Noivern is correct. 
Mm, go us. So it's Panfi, Noivat, and Evie all hatched from eggs. Um, the two of them were ashes, and I believe it was uh, it was Serena. Was it May? It was no, it was May's Evie May's because Evie. May's Evie hatched from an egg, and it evolved into Glaceon. Uh, mm. When she came back, May got a lot of eggs. It was weird. Yeah, yeah May did have a lot of eggs. I remember, like, May holding the Eevee egg. On that note, though, you guys are four for four now. Wow. <laughs> uh, and we're going to go to question number five, which is our base deck question, as always. Uh, and this one is a little tricky. Uh, what fire type Pokemon has the lowest base HP of all fire type Pokemon? Huh. huh. Well, there's a fire baby that's Magby, so maybe. Yeah, but, like, the Magby Elekids aren't that bad. Yeah, they're they're, like, they're like your standard like starting Pokemon. Yeah, they yeah. they aren't horrible, which is strange. But uh, okay, so fire types with really really bad HP. Like I could see it randomly being uh, Volcarona's Larvesta. No, no Larvesta. I Larvesta's decent, I think. Okay, like I know it gets a lot of stats on evolution, so. Yeah, and but they also like flip around because Larvesta's like a physical attacker. Yeah. And it's kind of weird. I'm thinking it could be like, nope. Like, I'm thinking Litwick, but actually Chandler doesn't suck that much HP-wise. Like, it's bad, but it's, it's, it's not It's like the average, worst. I think. It's, yeah. Like, I don't think it's the... Ponyta isn't that terrible. Slugma, I don't think is that... Oh, is it maybe like something like Andauer? It could be. I mm. don't think it's Torkoal. No. I don't think it's a starter. No. They're usually more balanced. There are no other, like, fire babies, right? Yeah, like, if you're looking for a three-stage fire type and, like, the so, bottom form of that. I have another question. How much HP does Blacephalon have? A decent amount. Okay, <laughs> because, you know, Ultra Vist sometimes. <laughs> like, it's probably better than Litwick. Okay, so I'm thinking... It might be Andauer, because, like, stats in Gen 2 were, like, all over the place. I, I could see that being the case. A Slugma, I don't think, is that bad, because it's not as frail. And I know it has a lot of defense, but still. I know, I know. the TCG likes to give Slugma a decent amount of HP, so I'm going to guess mm. it's not that. Good point. It okay. usually has, like, 70 or 80, when most basics have, like, 60. So Yeah, I don't suppose you remember how much they give to Litwick. Uh, I think there's been like a 50 HP card. There's not, yeah, there's not another Firebug outside of Larvesta, so it's probably not that. Okay. I'm going to need an answer here, guys. So yeah, I think it's between Litwick and it's, and Houndour, probably. I think I've seen, like, I've seen, like, I don't know, Locke and other people use a defensive Chandler decently enough, so I don't want to believe that Litwick is, like... Uh, you blow on it and it goes off the flame dies um, <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I I would say it's more likely to be an hour even though it's like only a two stage evolution line but it's a gen 2 stage exactly two stage. It's gen 2 so I think they're almost as equally likely so I'm gonna let you pick again because I'm a bad person uh, we'll go Houndour then Houndour is incorrect the answer is going to surprise you, and it's Vulpix. What? Wow. Vulpix has a base 38 HP. Uh, in second place for lowest is tied with 39 base HP, our Charmander and Cyndaquil. Wow. Right? This is, like, messed up. The fire HP scale is just like, what? Wow. Uh, Slugma's wow. next with base 40. Huh. Yeah. 
It's it's nuts. And then I think uh, Houndour wasn't a bad guess because Houndour is actually pretty close up there, and it's uh, forty base forty five. Okay. I mean, we didn't miss like four or five of them. So that was that yeah. was off by like seven HP points, though. Yeah. But like that's still not bad for like 38. Come on. Okay. But that is it. You guys got four points today. So I think that probably still changes up the leaderboard because everybody's still I think I was tied close. with someone. So everybody's super close. So uh, we're going to go ahead. I got to find all of your names. Um, You were tied with somebody, Sigma. So there we go. And then Whimsicott, you get four as well. But now she's tied with somebody. <laughs> all right. Let me click the sort button. Uh, in first place, Sublime with 21 points. In second place, R Sigma with 19 points. In third place, we have Seth Vila with 15. Tied for fourth, we have Linian and Whimsicott with 13. In sixth place, we have Basket with 10. In seventh, we have Scrawn with 9. In eighth, we have Shamu with 8. And in ninth, we have Jushira with 5. That is it. And tune in next week for hopefully another exciting episode of Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Are you sure? Oh, wait, we're not. No, next week we're doing the special episodes. I forgot to tell. Yeah, so we're not going to be doing that. We'll talk about it more at the end of the show. So tune in two weeks, maybe, to get another exciting episode of Fuckle's Pokey Quiz. <laughs> uh, we are going to take a short break, and we are going to kick it on over to the topic. And we've got another iTunes review. So thank you from, I guess this is the British gent. Uh, Puckle is a great podcast with rolling co-hosts each week. It gives a great wide view of people's thoughts and views. On the show, not everyone agrees with everyone else's point of view, but this is how we all think, and I think this is why the podcast is best to listen to. The community is a great one as well, and welcomely invites everyone to come and join in on the fun. Well, thank you, British Gent, for leaving that review, and if you want your review read on the show, leave it wherever you listen to our podcast. We really appreciate it, uh, unless it's Spotify, because Spotify doesn't let you do it. But if you do it, we'll read it on the show. So on that note, let's kick it on over to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be the recent competitive trailer that Sword and, or not Sword and Shield, but Pokemon dropped for Sword and Shield because they did a lot of quality of life changes. And I really wanted to talk about it because I think it's really cool and something that we should talk about. So let, let's just break it down because there are like four big things that they talked about, I think four or five. Mm-hmm. And so the first big thing that they really dropped is that that you can. Uh, oh, my gosh, I forgot where I'm starting with this, but. The the big thing is you can get XP candies, which I'm very happy about. I think we talked about this briefly already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, preview events kind of mentioned them. Preview events mentioned them, but I'm really into this experience candy idea instead of rare candies. Well, the thing is, we this time we saw rare candies are still there, too. Rare candies are still there, which are fine. But like experience candies, I like better. Yeah, because you don't waste anything. The stress yeah. is gone. At higher levels, I like rare candies better. But that, that's probably at true. lower levels, these are really nice. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very nice at lower levels. Then you don't have to like sit there and like keep clicking the button if you gather enough air candies as well. Like you just give like mm-hmm. one experience candy that's worth like thirty thousand experience to your level one egg oh, yeah. hatch boy, and you're Ooh. good. Early game, this is amazing. Yeah, it, it's going to be fantastic. I'm. Uh, I hope that they reveal where we get a lot of these things from. Uh, or well, I guess they're not going to reveal it. It's next week, right? So we're just going to find it out. I feel like this mm. might be Poke Job stuff. Ah, that'd be cool. Like this, this yeah. seems like the Poke Jobs kind of reward. They give the Pokemon a candy. Here's a piece of candy for doing work. Here you go, buddy. Aww. Yeah, it's like you can choose where to allocate your experience. Enjoy. Have fun. I also really enjoy that they uh, they took off the cap for vitamins. Mm-hmm. Like they announced, like you can feed them as many vitamins as you want. There's really? never there is no longer a limit of ten. 
Oh, it's a small change, but it's so nice. Oh, that's a good change. That's a big change because like ever since they made uh, vitamins like one battle point in any battle facility, I've just been like so upset because like vitamins are kind of useless because you can get like to 100. Sure. But then you still have to get the extra 152. Mm. evs right and so like this is fantastic if you're if you, like this is this is really good just quality of life if you want to get into competitive i feel like it's going to mm-hmm. remove a lot of the complaints about generating and people cheating because honestly you're getting to the point where cheating and like the time like the time difference because like i said at the end of last episode where i explained jenning and how that works yeah the time commitment to jenning versus doing a lot of this stuff <laughs> that they've done is almost negligible <laughs> Yeah, and plus, just doing stuff in game is more fun. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I mean, I feel you feel a better connection, right? I think. I, I mean, th- that's the one thing that I think they put in here that I like a lot is that everything that they've done, you can take a Pokemon that you play through the game with and make it competitively viable. I adore this. Like, I live for this. I love that concept. Yeah, it's great for like random shinies you come across. It's like, yeah. oh, wow, a random shiny, but it's absolutely garbage. Now yeah. it's not. I'm so glad I have this timid pickup back. It's great, though. Yeah. I, I love this. The The other feature that they announced that I think is probably the one that we didn't see coming because we, we, we expected a lot of what else we're going to talk about. But the one I didn't really think that we were going to see. But when you breed Pokemon now, you can like trade egg moves through osmosis, essentially, to wow. another member of the same species. I'm curious to see if it'll work on like same gendered Pokemon as well. Like if you put two Hitmontop mm. in to pass egg moves. That'd be oh. interesting. I imagine it might. Maybe it does. I, I would think it works. Like I think it just has to be same species. And it just not, says same species. I, I don't know if not like compatible. Else. Yeah. I mean they've never they've never stopped you for putting two Pokemon in the daycare even if they would not yeah. produce an egg, so why yeah. not? That's true. So hopefully that's a thing because Hitmontop's egg move set is Great. I do miss the days before the internet when I had to find out the egg moves myself. Or not the egg moves, but like the egg groups myself. I remember being, I remember Gen 2 very vividly and like just putting random things in and seeing if an egg would come out. Mm-hmm. I remember experimenting with that. I do yeah. miss it. This is great for Pokemon that are gifts and mm-hmm. Pokemon that are just random shiny Pokemon again benefit yeah. greatly from this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's one thing that I keep thinking about and it's a few years ago I was at an event in Italy and... A guy challenged me to a Pokemon battle. Mm-hmm. And he had a Greninja. And mm-hmm. at one point, my Charizard outsped his Greninja. And I realized, oh, this is like your starter. It's not, it doesn't have like 31 IVs in speed, but you're using your starter. And I love it. And I want that guy to be able to succeed with his starter in this game. So that's yeah, cool. no, that's very cool. And like, that, I, I love that. I love that you can have like a kid. And this, this is almost to the level where like a kid can understand it to an extent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It makes it a lot more approachable. It mm-hmm. reveals a lot more of the hidden values that they like to keep hidden. Uh, yeah, for some, I'm, that's the thing that I think is confuses me the most is that we still keep EVs and IVs hidden. Mm-hmm. Uh, we acknowledge they exist, but we keep them hidden, <laughs> uh, which, which blows my mind. And so the the other thing that's really cool, and I think the biggest thing, because this is like the barrier of all barriers, was nature's as of late. Yes. They came out with nature mints, which are <laughs> mints or items that will make their first appearance in these games. They'll impact which stats of your Pokemon are likely to grow faster than usual. Each Pokemon has a nature, and this nature can impact which of the Pokemon stats are likely to grow faster or slower than average. Using a mint on a Pokemon seems to change these stat growth param- patterns. 
However, a Pokemon's nature itself won't change even if you use a mint. So it still maintains that nature, but it changes its its stats to be of the nature yeah. that you want. So you can have you can have a docile Pikachu that has adamant nature, essentially qualities. Yeah, I love that they're calling them mints because it's like, yeah, I'm docile, but now I smell jolly fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the way to think about it. Yeah, it's like the mints change the way you are perceived by those around you, but your inner essence is still the same. Like, you can have all the garlic you want, but then you smell different. So I, I want to, so th- those were the big things that they really talked about in the trailer. There's some other things that I want to talk about briefly as well. But before we do that, I want to talk about some things that I think, like, these are all great improvements and I love them all. I do want to throw in like a cup, just like my two cents of like things that still need to be done to really eradicate the need for Jenning. And to, like, really kill that off. The mm. first one being, we don't have a good handle on changing hidden power types. We just don't. Yeah. Yes. Um, that doesn't exist. And hidden power, regardless of whether or not TPCI wants to acknowledge it, is a huge part of competitive play. Yes. Mm-hmm. And right now, yeah, we still have bottle caps and stuff like that. So we can get 31 IVs, but we can't change the IVs of our Pokemon and manipulate the even odds to give us Mm-mm. the proper hidden power typing, which is something that I hope well, they I improve on in the future. To- I don't so you go think ahead, they Sigma. need to do that as much as they just need a selection of hidden power. It's like, oh, what hidden power do you want? Okay, here it is. Then you can add hidden power buried to the game. Honestly, yeah. Something like that. Like, we're, if you could, like, walk up to an NPC and say, hey, I want this hidden power. I mean, at this point, you just make a new move and you make, like, a TM for it that yeah. everyone can learn. And you maybe you have, like, a separate mechanic that just sets, like, the type of the move. Or you have, like, I don't know, a move tutor that teaches you the move and you can, you know, pick the type. I feel like you just walk up to an NPC. And the, the, because we have NPCs that tell you what type the hidden power of a certain Pokemon is. Mm-hmm. And you walk up to an NPC that tells you the type and he says, hey, you want to make it different? Yeah, maybe. Then you click a button, you say yes, and then you choose which one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would work perfectly and well. That seems to be as simple as what they're trying to do over here. I mean, the yeah. the thing that was really interesting to me was that they removed the nickname limit for traded Pokemon as well. What? Uh, uh, they removed it, but there's still a limitation. So before, previously, if you received a non-nicknamed Pokemon, you couldn't nickname it. But now they allow you to nickname it once. Uh, but if it already has a nickname, you can't nickname it again. Exactly, because it still maintains oh. the nickname. From so you're not getting rid of any of the uh, any of the awful nicknames that exist online, but you are getting rid of. But you can like get rid of just like a normal name if you want to nickname a Pokemon. I like. I wanted to update the shiny Charizard from the Soviet Thad joke, but I guess that's never going to happen. Nope. Nope. You will not be able to do that. <laughs> that's not allowed. I mean, it's going to be named after you forever. That's fine. I'm okay with it. <laughs> but that's uh that that's weird but i think hidden powers and then we need to be able to have the capability to do zero ivs i feel like you can you can do the zero iv thing back and forth i mean that, that could go with the hidden power thing hand in hand but we need like zero iv bottle, bottle caps yeah yes just for speed and attack like the other stats don't matter as much no they don't <laughs> but if you're gonna do it you might as well do it i mean you never know you never know, like, they might come up with, like, a special foul play in Gen 9. Mm-hmm. Maybe. A few other things, though, that I want to hit upon, because this was, like, there was a lot that came out of this outside of just these competitive things, which I think we all agree are very good, but minus these two minor things that they need to fix. They did announce, um, I'm going to put raid schedule in quotes. 
because what they're doing is they're making some Gigantamax Pokemon more more likely to appear than typical Gigantamax Pokemon mm. from November 15th, which is release day, until January 2020. And so from the 15th to January 2020, it's going to be easier for you to find a Gigantamax Butterfree raid. It will also be easy for uh, Gigantamax Dreadnought in Shield and Gigantamax Corviknight in um in what's the other one sword i think you have that backwards i do have it backwards yep because i wish i was getting corviknights shield gets gigantamax corviknight and it's sword and gigantamax dreadnought so the thing that confuses me here though is so let so sigma you and i are going to be playing the game a lot right and i Mm -hmm. i I fully expect you and i are going to raid together way too often probably yeah and so i fully expect that like you me shamu and like orange to like raid together all the time Mm -hmm. and so I'm going to be playing shield and I'm assuming you're playing sword, right? Cause like, that's what she said. Yeah. And then like maybe orange is playing sword and Shamu's playing shield. I don't know which versions they're getting. Oh, uh, Shamu's got shield. He likes that. He liked the ponyta. Okay, the good. Uh, so, so let's say that, let's say that Shamu and I find a Gigantamax Corviknight raid. Does that mean we can still invite you and orange to come and play in it with it? I believe so. I don't think we know enough about how like the wild area works. Like if yeah. you're invading their wild area and mm. seeing the same things they're seeing, or if we're in just a shared wild area but seeing different things. This is this is the question but, I have because I really want to be able to raid with you guys like on a regular basis, and I think this is going to be something that we shift like Patreon stuff to is like having Patreon raid nights because it's going to be really hard to start trading Pokemon <laughs> like we do now. So I I mean I, I'm not against doing, but I think it would be interesting to do Patreon raid nights on top of doing. Uh, on top of patreon pokemon yeah because i could see us doing some raid nights for like the first week of release oh yeah i mean that's that's a given i think that's happening anyway especially with how important like getting the hidden ability on that corviknight is going to be really nice yeah so that's true there there's a lot of incentive to go after those corviknights mm-hmm. we don't know what the dreadnoughts is yet but if it gets shell smash it could be a viable pokemon so yeah knows? i mean it's gmax move is pretty good mm-hmm yeah, so the, both of them have some importance, so that's nice. Butterfree, I don't think anyone cares about. You catch one and you're good. No, I think it's more of like a collection thing than anything else. Yeah, it's just like, oh, it's easy to get a Butterfree. I don't have to. Well, they also they also didn't say you can't get other Gigantamax Pokemon either, um, but that these are just going to be more likely. I love I love how you guys think I will not come at you with a giant Butterfree. I mean, like, you will, but on. you won't win. It's okay. It's still a Butterfree. Uh- Spoken from someone who was beaten by me with a <laughs> oh, Well, we'll see. It, we, we will definitely see. I know, but like this is uh, honestly like rage are the thing that I'm most excited about. And so I mm-hmm. want to know how this works out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really wish they would talk more about like how version exclusivity works there. They also announced that there's going to be a new battle competition. This is the first Sword and Shield competition. And I, I'm excited because it's singles. Singles, I think it's going to be like standard battle spot singles. It's standard battle spots. It's, it's bring six, choose three. You can, what's great is there's no more registering on the global link. Like they make a, they make like a point of like, <laughs> don't go on global link to register. You just do it all in game, which is the way it mm. should have been all along. Yes. So thank you for that quality of life update. And so it says certain special Pokemon will not be allowed. I think we all have good ideas. Well, Sigma and I have good ideas. I think the website actually listed it out more. Uh, they probably did. Probably missed a couple of them, though. It's like Muse, Ashen, Zamazenta, and I mean, obviously, there's a third legendary that's not going to be allowed. Yes. Oh, right. Muse in the game because of the Pokeball Plus. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We know Muse mm. here. Yep. Muse a friend. 
And then you can uh, you register three of your six Pokemon to, to your battle team. All Pokemon in this competition will automatically become level 50 for the duration of each match. And yeah, uh, you do need a membership to Nintendo Switch Online, which is a little bit different than we've had in the past. And you will be able to join the competition by opening the X menu on your game and searching versus battle stadium and then online competitions. There's no need to register on the Pokemon Global Link. This is straight from the website. <laughs> Thank goodness. We are killing the Pokemon Global Link is what mm. I heard. Good riddance. And it's pretty much just bringing everything that you can. That's pretty much what it is. Bring anything, anything that you can. Uh, it'll be, it'll be a fun time. <laughs> other, other things. I don't think this is too new, but. The one thing is the Pokemon boxes are now on the go, which is kind of nice. Uh, just kind of oh, like, man. let's go. I love it. It's like, let's go, except there are boxes and not just like one PC. <laughs> so they, they kind of made the let's go PC merge with everything else. And yeah, it, it is nice. It's a nice quality of life update to be able to uh, to be able to see that you can just switch Pokemon in and out at will. I adore this. Like, a, like this. Wow. We were halfway there in, uh, what's it called, in Sun and Moon, when you could catch new Pokemon and they can let you add them to the po- party automatically. Mm-hmm. I did prefer yeah, that. that was convenient, but this is better. This is, <laughs> this is better and more convenient. I believe it's like Let's Go where you don't get healed if you just go to the box. Yeah, I think you don't get healed when you do it, so that's that's always good. You're not really cheating, but with yeah. the wild area being as vast as it is, it helps. Mm-hmm. I think it'll help yes. a lot. I, I honestly don't understand why they just didn't put, like, a Pokemon Center or two, like, randomly in the wild area. Eh, it, this is less troublesome than that, so I'm okay with the it. The other thing that we know, uh, autosave is in the game. Uh, thanks, I guess. You can turn it off, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can turn it off, but you it's can... It's not like we can reset things anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's a reason to, other than hidden power anymore, you know what I mean? I, I mean, it's a little quicker to synchronize, I think, so. Yeah. It's a fifty percent shot. So, uh, shiny shinies. I don't know if the shiny, shiny locks like are probably yeah. a thing. I'm not too worried about that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, probably like Zashon and Zamazenta are shiny locked, but suppose there's some event Pokemon like I don't know, like they gave you totem Pokemon in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. If there's anything, those were shiny Pokemon, locked. I think they, they were shiny locked. Yeah, yeah. There must have been some like gift Pokemon that weren't Poipol, shiny locked at some point. Poipol and Type Null. I think Poipol not shiny yeah. locked. You could reset for shiny. Ozzy did. Ozzy got a shiny Poipol from that. That's Ooh, true. Good job. Yeah, and it was a hundred percent synchronization rate too, which yep. is nice. So that was nice. Mm. Oh, well, we don't have that anymore though for gift events or anything. Well, that wasn't a gift event. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the one like in game. That's what you're talking about. If only yeah. gift events had a hundred percent sync rate, that would be yeah. wonderful. No, instead we just got rid of software setting up. But yeah, these uh, these are all the, the like they just had a trailer that was like quality of life updates. The trailer didn't even bother with a thumbnail for it. No, they didn't. Uh, I mean, it was nice. I mean, it was nice to see the quality of life updates and mm-hmm. see that. I mean, I think they're going to be worthwhile. Oh yeah, it's easy that they care. They want to increase accessibility to the game, mm-hmm. and that's good. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, the other, the other piece of news they want you to know is that you can go pre-order it on PokemonCenter.com and get a plush keychain. Sure. Whatever. I... And everybody cares. I mean, I would care, but eh, Europe. <laughs> I mean, also, it's also PokemonCenter.com. You probably aren't getting it released day yes. you order it from them. <laughs> yes, that is absolutely true. Uh, well, no, I think, I think actually they use, uh, they use, uh, PokemonCenter.com, I'm pretty sure just uses Amazon's facilities. Oh, well, then maybe you do get it. I'm like almost certain. 
because they uh, every time I've ordered anything from them, it's always in an Amazon box. Oh, <laughs> and okay then. It's always that's right. I keep forgetting that nobody orders from them as obsessively as I do. Uh, so, Shamu does, and that's about Shamu it. does. That's true, uh, but it's always like in an Amazon box, and it does come at like the speed of Prime shipping. <laughs> so, <laughs> which has gotten a bit insane lately, but that's a story for another day. That's that is. I ordered I ordered some new lights for my basement yesterday, and they're gonna be here today. I'm very confused. <laughs> I ordered some stuff at like 10 p.m. and it got here like within like 12 hours. It got here like the morning after. It's a little disturbing. Yes, very. It's a little disturbing. All right, but that is it on our Amazon t- opinions. Uh, we are gonna go ahead, and I think this is everything. So we're gonna take a short break here, guys, and we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. Pokemon the episode. And welcome to our Pokedex, or Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon this week is National Dex number 773, Silvalli, the synthetic Pokemon. It's Pokemon Moon Pokedex entry says... Although its name was Type Null, at first, the boy who evolved it into this form gave it the name by which it is now known. Ooh, Silvalli. Good for Gladion. Yeah, good for Gladion. Yeah. I love I love that like the Pokedex entry actually references the plot of the game. The the lore of Silvalli is probably the best lore of any Pokemon in any Pokemon game. Because mm. like Type Null is literally just Silvalli with a helmet on. Yes. <laughs> and then and then it evolves into Silvalli. And the only difference between the two is the speed stat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like it, it's got this really cool lore in that in that way. And then on top of that, it's really built into the Gladion story, which is really, really cool. And they did it really well in the anime too. Mm-hmm. Uh so like everything about Silvalli is like an example of what Pokemon's done right. Um yeah. they made it a little baby Arceus. It's great. I love it. I, I love it. So it's it's fantastic. So Arceus, unfortunately, as cool as it is, is still in the NU tier uh, for this week. <laughs> Arceus is in NU? And this is the best one. <laughs> and this is the best Silvalli. We chose uh, Steel-type because uh, Steel-type Silvalli is the coolest Silvalli. And so Silvalli, Steel, uh, he's obviously holding his Steel memory. Unfortunately, the memories aren't as good as the plates for Arceus because the plates also give you like a stab boost, essentially. Mm-hmm. On top of that, the memories do not. So this is Steel-type Silvalli because Steel is a very good defensive typing. Uh, 252 HP, 196 special defense, and 60 speed, which allow it to outrun Incineroar. It's got a Calm Nature with Flamethrower, Toxic, U-Turn, and Defog. It also gets Parting Shot, does it not? Just correct. It does get Parting Shot. It does, but U-Turn's probably better for damage dealing, and uh, it's nice for Chip. Like, I don't think you're upset if you're running Parting Shot. You can exactly. run if you want. Uh, with him being a Steel-type, he's scared of those Incineroar, though, which are Fire-types. So you bring in Vaporeon, a fully physically defensive Vaporeon with leftovers, water absorb, 252 HP, 252 defense, a bold nature, scald, wish, protect, and toxic. This is as standard as Vaporeon comes. Stupid standard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have nothing I mean, else to say about it. Like, that's just standard. I mean, that if it ain't broke. Yeah, no, I mean, it's been this way for quite a while. Like, I think since Gen 6, that's how you run Vaporeon. Mm, pretty much. All right, Whimsicott. Keep going, and I know you like this next one. Yeah, just kind of a tiny bit, because it's a Whimsicott. <laughs> and the, the great thing about Whimsicott in lower tiers is that it becomes an offensive powerhouse due to the typing. It's holding a choice pack. It has the ability Infiltrator. It has 
max special attack, max speed, which is really, really fast for a new. And the last four EVs are just thrown into the fence because why not? It's timid and it's got the moves Moonblast, Energy Ball, Psychic and U-Turn to keep that momentum going. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that's standard Whimsicott, honestly. That's standard That's standard NU Whimsicott. <laughs> standard low-tier Whimsicott, yes, yeah. pretty much. And something else that's pretty much standard, I think, <laughs> is, is Rhydon. It's holding a Neviolite. It has Lightning Rod because it doesn't get anything else that's decent. Does not. <laughs> it's got max attack, max speed for special defense. Adamant Nature. It's not going, like, super, super fast because... It's, it's a Rhydon? Exactly. I mean, it's also NU. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> it's got Stealth Rock, Earthquake, Rock Blast, and Swords Dance. Just a pretty standard boy. I'm surprised we have Rhydon and not Steelix, but I guess they didn't want to double up on Steel. Yeah. Uh, the builder of the team didn't want to double up on I Steel. I mean, yeah, you already have, like, Sylvalia and Whimsicott that are weak to Incineroar, who is everywhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Simeon and Incineroar are, like, the scariest things in the format, so. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't have switch ins to those which right on is definitely incineroar incineroar and Pissimian are the scariest things in edu absolutely yeah absolutely uh but yeah talking about incineroar like, <laughs> yeah speaking <laughs> of incineroar welcome to edu we have incineroar, <laughs> incineroar with incinium z intimidate because my goodness that's such a good ability we have max attack max speed and the extra in special defense with that jolly nature we have Sword Stance, Flare Blitz, Darkest Lariat, and Earthquake. Standard Incineroar. That's standard Incineroar. Well, I think the Earthquake's not standard. I think that's like a, that's a movable slot. It, yeah, I'm not really sure what it hits. It hits Rhydon's apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, next up, we, and last member of the team, we have Rotom with the Choice Scarf. Max Special Attack, Max Speed with the Extras in Special Defense, Timid Nature, Volt Switch, Thunderbolt, Shadow Ball, and Trick. <laughs> love me some Trake Rotom. Good old Rotom. Good old Rotom. Classic Rotom. He's mm-hmm. a good boy. I mean, this entire team is kind of like standard. This stats. is this is kind well, kind of oh, minus yeah. like Silvali. Exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, like, they're standard because they work. So yeah. even Silvali standard. This is like a good my first NU team, which is this is a really good time to get mm-hmm. an NU, like three days before uh Sword and Shield come out. Get into this meta. Or it dies. It'll be the only NU for like three months, so you might as well. Yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> Actually, it could be longer than that. Who knows if there's an NU format next gen? I don't, well, so what I imagine what happens, depending on the number of Pokemon uh, that totally aren't known right now, yeah. I, I imagine depending on it, it was probably going to go back to something like it was back in Gen 4. Because back in Gen 4, we didn't have, I, I got to say it, I just I realized that. I think we that. had NU. We, we did have NU. We had NU. Um, but we didn't have RU. Um, and oh, we didn't, okay. and we didn't have PU. I knew one of the middle stages was gone. We only had four, there were only four tiers. There was Ubers, OU, UU, and NU. Mm-hmm. Um, and then RU was like, a, was originally invented in Gen 5 because we don't realize there was like a number of, like a large number of Pokemon. It happens when you add like 156 Pokemon to the deck. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then. And then PU didn't really come by until like right at the end of Gen 5, early Gen 6. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's just uh, something that people need to be aware of. Like, I, I think I can see us going back down to four tiers, which is fine because honestly, six tiers is too many to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I'm perfectly okay with only knowing four. <laughs> four in quotes. By that, I mean three. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> because Ubers is gonna be like, and there are exactly like twelve Pokemon in here. So not even. I think. I think there's want? gonna. I think there's gonna be six Pokemon in Ubers. Like no joke. As long as seeking is a Pokemon, there will be a very. There will be an NU. Yeah, there will be an NU <laughs> for as long as seeking is in the game. All right. On that note, this is a great place to stop. If we are going to be giving away a, I think we can. I don't think he's shiny locked. Shiny Silvalli. Yeah, he's not shiny locked. Yeah. We'll be giving away a shiny uh, Silvalli to our Patreon supporters like the day before Sun and Moon comes out because right now we're actually like marathoning through all of the Patreon Pokemon back backlog. So once a day. So if you want in on that, go over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast, join the $5 tier or higher and get in on some of that cool, sweet, sweet action. On that note, we are going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. It's time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And you know, I don't want to give a Green Tauros bash today, mostly because everybody wrote in just about how excited they are, and I don't want anybody to feel like they're less excited than it's somebody else. Yeah, so, or, or that their excitement is like less valid. Exactly. So no Green Tauros bash today, but we're going to talk about your hype, because th- if you're new to the show, this is the part of the show where we read mailbag questions or mail emails from you guys that are sent into pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And we take the time. We read a few of them. If we don't read your email and you sent it in, we re- we did read it. We just haven't read it on the show out loud. Um, I promise you, I read every single one of these emails. We we did get the uh, unread mailbag channel up and running like two weeks ago. So yeah, that is running. Um, thanks to P. Mickey, by the way, for that. P. Mickey is awesome at that. Yeah, it'll get to be put to work again for this week. <laughs> yes, P. Mickey. If you haven't been just talked to already, we have some work. <laughs> we have some work for you to do. Uh, but thanks for P- thanks to P. Mickey. I really appreciate that. But let's jump right into uh, these emails. Uh, last week, we wanted to know if you're excited for Sword and Shield. And then uh, we're going to we're going to read a couple of emails. Then we're going to talk about what's going to go on next week because the podcast is going to be a lot different next week. And then we're going to go back to our regular programming the week after that. And I just want to, I want to talk to you guys about that for a little bit. So our first email is going to be from Breeder Jesse. Hey, Puckle Crew. I am Breeder Jesse. I started listening to you guys and gals since June when Dexit started because I wanted to hear what others outside of my group of friends had to say. I have been hooked ever since. Well, thank you. I appreciate that we have caught you on the fish hook. Uh, for what I am hoping for in the new games, not just in Swish, is a more interactive breeding. Because it relatively, it's relatively passive. You throw two mons in, run around until it's, you su- get surprised with an egg, and you continue to run around until it hatches. It is hard to change at this point because of how long it has been like this. Hopefully the hatching loop is better than the hole in the fence they gave us in Sun and Moon and Ultrasun. <laughs> that was so oh, bad. That was a thing that existed. That's, that's very true. Well, the only nice thing is you could see the guy that was like getting the eggs. Like That was the nice part. I mean, if shinies are on the overworld, world, you could always shiny hunt while you're hatching eggs, too. That's now. true. That's true. Uh, the last thing I wish would be for is voice acting for story stuff. It gives characters and people more personality. It's hard to show emotion with with miming and text. Having VAs could help with the story and with having characters actually have a twist that surprise people. I get, I get that this is a farther shot than the breeding thing, but it would still be nice. Thanks and happy breeding, Breeder Jesse. P.S. Yeah. Chikorita is a jumping lima bean and nothing more. 
<laughs> I was I was about to say, oh, I like this guy, but no. <laughs> oh, also the thing that we forgot to do today. Hi, Ryan. And then uh, it, this is going to pay off. This is going to have massive payoff, I swear. <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for that. I think that breeding, I don't know if they're going to change it too much. Um, and uh, then, we did talk about like how you get egg moves without actually yeah. breeding now. So that's nice. Uh, and then the voice acting thing, I don't think Pokemon's going to do much for the same reason up until recently they didn't do it in Breath of the Wild or in Zelda games is because they really want to put you in the character's shoes and have you kind of like imagine everything in your head. And the one thing Pokemon has been okay at uh, until maybe they got rid of half the Pokemon is they they did a really good job of like maintaining your head cannon. I think that's the next step we go to though, right? Yeah. Is getting voice actors. Probably for like NPCs. Honestly, honestly though, the next step I would take is having a protagonist that doesn't look like a step for wife the entire time. Yes. They just smile, yes, yes, whatever yes, yes, yes. is going on. Hey, the world's ending. Smile. Yes. <laughs> it's unsettling. It takes you out of the immersion. Like, even when they had really good cutscenes in Generation 7, they were completely ruined by this, like, complete monotone expression and empty smile that you had the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, no. No. Exactly. But yeah, I would love voices for NPCs. Not for the characters. Mm-hmm. If we could get stadium voices again for like announcing what's happening on the battle. Oh, dude. Okay. To be fair though, that was just like the narrator from the anime. Like they just got him to do it. I'm okay with that. I don't think they have a narrator anymore. I, I, I would be okay with getting that back for stadium battles. I will buy, I will pay for that man to do it. <laughs> All right. Moving on though. Thanks for that email breeder, Jesse. We, our next one is going to be from Piccolo. And this I've is, when's the cuts got this one? Yeah. Yep. Hi, Paco Peeps! Piccolo here. Just thought I would write in on my opinion of the wild area. I think it's a fantastically vast area, with plenty of amazing camera angles to show off the true versatility of the new Switch Pokemon games. I think the ever-changing raids daily is an amazing idea, so it doesn't become overly repetitive and keeps you wanting to come back. The only issue I feel, and many people would probably disagree with me on this, is that Pokemon have removed random encounters, everything aside from in trees is visible to catch. Just seems to remove the intensity of searching for the exact Pokemon you want. Now, I think that's only, like, for the wild area. Uh, wait. Oh no, there's there's Pokemon in the overworld, so like, there's a mixture outside of the wild area. Like you can still ah. find grass. They, they Pokemon, can still you can still find like the random encounters outside of the wild area, but there are still Pokemon in the overworld outside of the wild areas. Okay. So like so so it was originally announced that it was only going to be the wild area, but I they since changed it. And if you read the interviews, they said that this was a change because they saw how people liked it in Let's Go so much that they tried to expand mm. it. Okay. Okay. Um. It's it's, it's okay. Yep. I, I'm okay with that. It's still a surprise when you see it pop up on screen, too, and you have to get mm-hmm. to it before something else walks in front of your way and makes it despawn. Ooh, scary. Oh. Oh, man. Could oh. you imagine missing a shiny because That's of stressful. That? Right? That oh, is so no, stressful. no. I'm getting attacked by a beware. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Piccolo uh, continues. I think the Gigantamax forms are quite entertaining. It has the same feel as Mega Evolving. However... With a shortened time frame, a lot of the designs look very well detailed, and look forward to using them as a whole. I feel this is a 
Jiggle leap into the new era of Pokemon and I like where it's going. Sorry about butchering that paragraph, but you don't use punctuation and I, I, I lost myself there. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks to you guys for everything. All of you at Puckle do. It makes my week listening to you all on my Monday morning commute to work. Keep up what you're doing and I look forward to hearing you all again next Monday. Piccolo, avid Pokemon lover since red and blue. Yay. Woo. Good to know. Uh, all right, so we got one more that we're going to get to this week. It's going to be from Rob, uh, like like the robotic operating buddy. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, I, I hope he mains him in Smash Bros. <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> mains him in uh, Mario Kart DS too. Just, just Mario Kart DS. I keep forgetting he was in that. I I don't know why they don't bring him back because it's fine. I enjoyed running as him. <laughs> it's fine. But anyways, let's get to the email. What are my hopes and dreams for the release of Sword and Shield? My core hope and dream for Sword and Shield isn't Pokemon related. I want these games to be the basis for the reconnection between my childhood best friend and myself. Oh, We've kept in touch and are still really good friends, but we've grown up. He has kids now, and I'm a full-time student and work full-time. All the gens after third, we just couldn't sync up with the games. But now, we're both getting the game at release, and I'm just so excited to play Pokemon with my best friend again. After that hope, I'm really excited to have multiple save files. I always get the itch for a challenge run at some point, and on the DS systems, you would have to have the debate of whether you wanted to buy a new one or start a, or restart your save file. Well, no more. I can just make a new profile. That's what I'm hopeful for and excited with these games. I also wanted to say that this is the first time writing into the mailbag. I've been listening for a little over a year, and I can really hear the improvements in quality and that everyone has been working really hard on. Keep up the good work for everyone. Best wishes, ROB. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything he wrote in that email. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Every single word was cherished. Wow. So I, I want to. So thank you to everybody that we read. If you haven't been read, your email will go on our Discord server, so you can go check that out. The link to that is in the show notes, totally right next to the address for the PO box. I promise. And so, if I, I hope you guys really enjoy that. And, uh, I mean, Sword and Shield are coming out next week, as you're all aware, I assume. And so Puckle is going to do things a little bit differently next week compared to how we typically do the show, because I know we've got, we've onboarded a lot of people in the past year. And typically what we used to do for release shows is we used to just get together and have like a giant party podcast, essentially, where like everybody that's typically on the show gets on and we talk about the game. We realize that gets a little hectic. And so what we're deciding to do this week or this year, is when the game comes out, you're actually going to get not one, not two, but three episodes of Puckle, to an extent. There, These are going to be shorter episodes, something like 30 to 45 minutes of a podcast where everybody's going to talk about the podcast or talk about the game at different points. So on Monday, on the 15th, you're going to get the, you're going to get an episode with people who have only, or we're only going to talk up to the first four badges in Sword and Shield. And then you're going to get a podcast on Tuesday that just talks about everybody who's made it to eight badges. And then on Wednesday, you're going to get a podcast with everybody who's beaten the game and like full spoilers, everything. So there's something, there's a little bit of something for everybody, depending on where you are in the game. 
and it's a nice little way to get little chunks of the game and we've got every something for everybody mm-hmm. and then after that everything's fair game we're going to talk about everything in the game the week after that that's like, for the next week uh, yeah that's I'm, for the week I'm after sure, that. i'm sure you'll have fun with that one uh we'll see how that one goes <laughs> uh and so yeah so that i just wanted everybody to know like that's our structure for next week I hope you're okay with it. And if you do like it, please let us know. Uh, we're we're going to be more than happy to do that. Uh, on that note, though, we are going to be uh, not doing a mailbag segment or a quiz segment or anything like that. So if you do give trivia, it won't be until the next week. If you send us an email, it won't be until next week. But I do want to hear from you guys, and I want to hear what you think of Sword and Shield. Uh, so definitely send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, letting us know what you think of Pokemon Sword and Shield and um, whether or not you're you're hating it, you're loving it, you think everything's going sherry you think things could be better let us know send us your review essentially b b i g n um tell us it's a 7.8 because there's too much water (laughs) and so do that send those in uh if you want to keep up with us throughout the week though and watch us because a lot streams are going to be starting this week with sword and shield um you can go ahead and watch us at twitch at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast if you want to keep up with us and make sure you know when we're live and everything this week and how uh, everything with our schedule is going the best place to follow us at is twitter um, our Twitter at Pucko Podcast. Um, we do have a Facebook, but it's pretty inactive. Our Instagram has some activity, but not as much either as our Twitter. Twitter is definitely the place to go do it. So we would really appreciate it if you give us a follow there if you want to follow our content for this week and watch us play the game. I'm hoping to be able to try to do a little bit on Thursday night. And then let's see uh, from there. If you want to uh, get more Puckly goodness throughout your week, I think we got a game corner dropping like right before Sword and Shield. <laughs> So that's uh, that's going to be on our Puckle Plus feed. So if you haven't gone over there already, I'm going to be on that game corner. It's going to be a good time. And then the other things that I usually say, if you want to, if you would go watch our YouTube content at youtube.com slash Puckle Podcast. We actually are planning to put a bunch of stuff up there like TM guides and how to go find everything in the game. Uh, once it drops, like we're going to be hard at work trying to get that content crushed out. Um, so if you would go subscribe, go watch the content. We're really close to being able to be repartnered, like really, really, really close. Um, but I would like to thank everybody who's worked on that to make it what it is because most of it has not been me. (laughs) Uh, I might be behind the, I might be like in front of the camera, but there's definitely a lot of people behind it and I appreciate every single person that does that. And then, uh, what else do I usually say in this segment? Uh, oh, if you want to help out, if you want to help out Puckle, um, monetarily, like I said, you go to Twitch, you could drop us a subscription or maybe you could go ahead and uh throw some bits at our at our faces i don't know i need to get a thing where it actually like physically drops pennies on me when you guys donate bits because i think that imagery is very funny um and then uh if you want to support the show you know what it should be yeah it should be the animation for payday (laughs) in your face (laughs) i i also want to uh i also want to uh throw out there that if you want to get t-shirts or anything go to our t public store the link is also in the show notes for that you can go grab a grookey shirt show show what team you're on um, we have some cool products over there and everything you go over there, you get something out of it and it helps support the show. And if you want to support the show more directly and maybe get some shiny Pokemon out of it, some Puckle trading cards, you can go over to patreon.com slash Puckle podcast and support us over there. Uh, but on that note, I hope you guys have fun with the release of sword and shield. I know that we're all looking forward to it and all that it brings, whether bad or good. And we're excited to see this, uh, go on this new adventure in Pokemon. So I have been Trainer Thatch. I have been a quite high fluffy swimsicot. And I've been our Sigma. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Here at Buckle would like to thank our patrons who help make everything we do here possible, whether it be a shiny giveaway, a, a an awesome tournament prize, anything. So uh, thanks to those guys. Uh, and so I'd like to I'd like to give them a shout out by name. So thank you to Greg, Viger, Duly Noted, Sheldon, Chris, Rob, Josh, Big Jonk, Keegan, Ilaria, Sean, Michael, Paul, Dexio, Christian, Miguel, Apollo, Corey, Rotted Mushroom, Titan Killer, Lane, Lord Corbinek, Ryan. Seth Vilo, Wade, Marcus, Kinkovic, N, uh, Alolan Dergs, Tank, Claude Nine, David, Swampertata, Sammy, Joshua, Ten Little Men, P. McGee, The Golden Klefki, The British Gent, Brian, Trevor, Mark, TJ, Ryan, Doc Knox, Dennis, Echo, Jonathan, Disco Calypso, Taylor, Charles, Alleg- Allegionary, uh, Maxi, Shambles, Justin, Tim, Andrew, Old Man Tup, David, Piccolo, Piccolo, <laughs> I get that, uh, Chris, Jeremy, Louise, Justin, South, Locke, Hut, Zach, uh, Graham, J- Greg, Alec, Christopher, Jegler, Mikey, Kevin, Josh, Dark Flame, Heffel Reviews, Sparky, Coop, Jordan, Huitku, Shira, Zarni, Smacky the Frog, Ironcaster, Kevin, Orange Avenger, Steve, Anime Gravy, Hazelnut, Dylan, Joseph Franco Treby, Cordell King, uh, Julie, and Alex. Thank you very much, guys. We really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, we'll keep on going. Uh, hopefully we'll have everything out by early this week for you guys. And we'll be doing those TCG cards coming up next month. So thanks for your support. And if you want to help support the show, you can go over to p- patreon.com slash buckle podcast and help out in the same way. So I will catch you guys on the flip flop. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.